0: Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition, and you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas school school events including hundreds of live texas high school football games it's all part of a dave campbell's texas football subscription get yours today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe
1: get on up with dark and bold from community
2: coffee
1: look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com
2: Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag
1: TFToday.
0: Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program that survived the storm. Barely, apparently. Barely. (laughs) My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you'll show us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here in this gray zip-up Dave Campbell's Texas Football Nike hoodie. Sitting over there in a gray zip-up Dave Campbell's Texas Football Nike hoodie is the Duchess of the Dorks, our executive producer. Ashley Pickle.
2: I was here first. I think that you should have to remove your know. I've
0: worked here for longer than you. That's fair. I've lived here for longer than you.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> on
0: here a, or on this earth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> today is Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, October 5th, 2023. 49 days of Thanksgiving. Folks, mm-hmm. it's serious business now. 49 days. We're seven weeks from today. Mm-hmm. Is Thanksgiving. It's the best day of the year. Do what you need to do.
2: I have the menu now. sent out.
0: Well done. Well,
2: you, I have it drafted. I need to send it today.
0: Do, I don't worry about you on Thanksgiving. No, I got You this. are, you're locked and loaded. Correct. You're set. I worry about the others. Because yes. I don't want them left behind. Seven weeks for Thanksgiving, folks. Get on it. Uh, it is episode 1006. Oh, I'm sorry. Happy birthday to... Um,
2: Brian Johnson, the head singer of Ace DC. Okay. Also, Snoopy... It's Snoopy Day. Snoopy was created on this day uh, in 1950. Happy Snoopy Day. It should be a national holiday.
0: Also, happy birthday to uh, noted University of Cincinnati alum Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Never heard of him. Turns 34 today. Happy birthday to University of Cincinnati alum. Travis Kelsey. It's episode 1665 on today's show, folks. I think he hosts a podcast on today's show, folks. We got the top 10 Texas high school football games this week. Big, big week of games across Texas high school football. We're going to break it down, give you the 10 that you need to be keeping an eye on. There's many more than that, but here's my pick for the 10. Then we're going to be joined by the head coach of the unbeaten, unblemished, state-ranked Tomball Memorial Wildcats. Coach Sam Parker will join us to talk about his unbeaten Wildcats and their big, big game this week against why on like Dave
2: Campbell's Texan Live.
0: Exactly right. Then, the picks, my high school football predictions for week seven of the Texas high school football season. We'll get into all that if you stick around with us. Do we have first four through the door?
2: Uh, Probably. <laughs> Say it. Um, let's see. Tony Blaylock, Just Chad, Daniel Agnew, and Zill, 0678. Ha ha. No. Correct.
0: I hope he's okay, or she is okay.
2: Yeah. I do hope that. Let me be very clear that BJ I do WB. hope they BJWB BJWB just give us some proof of life. Yeah. BJWB, we're worried. That did break a long streak though. It did. And not even just oh. a streak like streak of being first, like actual like first through the door stuff. Anyway. Pickle.
0: Week 7 of the Texas High School football season, 7 weeks in now.
2: 7. That's crazy. Almost 2 months.
0: And there are big games across the state. I looked this up there's obviously there's still non-district games in six-man football in Mm -hmm. 1A next week there's a big open date on six-man you should know that yeah but still non-district games but there are only three I believe there's three UIL 11-man teams that are playing non-district games this week oh wow like only three it's like Rice Lyford. I want to say I tweeted it last night. anyway all that is to say there's big games that matter a lot across the state of Texas this week and I've put my top 10 into a graphic. Here it is. My top 10 Texas high school football games of the week. So anticlimactic. I did. I did uh, did I or did I not put them into a graphic? You did put them into a graphic. Absolutely. My top 10 Texas high school football games of the week for week 7. Let's start. In Galena Park, in a top 10 matchup of unbeatens in 6A.
2: Tonight. Tonight. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live.
0: As the Galena Park North Shore Mustangs, uh, the number two team in the state of Texas, take on the number 10 ranked Humble Summer Creek Bulldogs. And this is, I think last week, I think last week we talked a lot about the North Shore versus CE King game as like okay, like we have to talk about it, but we didn't necessarily think CE King was much of a threat. Mm -hmm. Like we thought that that North Shore was a clear favorite. Your mileage may vary on this game. I still think North Shore is a clear favorite in this game, but Summer Creek is not. Summer Creek is a legit top ten team. Yes is a legit like to me that speaks only to the gap that we perceive between North Shore and Summer Creek. Mm-hmm. There's a good Summer Creek team. Their defense has been one of the best in the state this year, allowing just 10 points a game. Uh and then last week they blew out Humble High 42-15. Their quarterback Blake Thomas has been very good as well. They were up 35-3 in that game and then kind of pulled the pulled the yeah. emergency break. Going up against North Shore, and this will be the real test for this Nor- for the Summer Creek defense. Going up against a North Shore team that is firing all cylinders, quarterback Caleb Bailey, of course, back in the mix. But the big thing about them, and what I'm, what I'm keeping an eye on in this game, is the first quarter. Mm-hmm. North Shore is so good about burying you. Like, suddenly you look up, and it's 17-0. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, this game's over. How, do, how does the Summer Creek defense match up with North Shore? This is probably, um, there's one other team state ranked in, in 21-6A. Task mm-hmm. We're still waiting. So this is kind of, it kind of ramps up here for North Shore. They played C.E. King, who I think is probably the fourth best team in that district. Now they're playing Summer Creek, who in my opinion is the third best team in this district, before they get to Task Sita, who I think is the second best team in this district. But a huge, huge game here, and for Summer Creek, an opportunity to shake up the state as they go to Kalina Park tonight on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Then, let's go east Friday night in Forney, a top 10 matchup in 5A Division 1, as the Forney Jackrabbits at 5-0 take on the number 2-ranked Longview Lobos. Forney, one of the nice surprises in Texas high school football, and their offense has been stupid. 58 points a game. Their offense has been out of control. Running back Javion Osborne has been great. They've got a big time playmaker in the secondary in Aaron Flowers. He's committed to Oregon. Uh, Their quarterback, um, oh, their quarterback is a gentleman I admire whose name is presently escaping me. Uh, But their their offense is humming. Jeff Fleener's offense has been fantastic. Now here's your test. You get Longview in your barn. And there's a Longview team that if the last time you paid attention to them was their season opener against McKinney, you are missing out because this team, I think, has really grown. We know what they've got in the secondary. Jack Wright. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we know what they've got in the secondary. Uh, long uh, uh, With Buda, uh, Buda Garrett and Willie Nelson, two of the best safeties in the state. We know they've got their running back spot in, in Taylor Tatum, the OU command. What has been the real growth for them has been at quarterback. Andrew Tutt has really settled in at quarterback. This is a big test for the Forney defense, especially. Uh, can they contain them? And then, can Forney's high-flying offense get it rolling against Longview in their barn? Fascinating game there at Citibank Stadium. Uh, pro- probably the uh, you know biggest game at Citibank Stadium. Oh, no, Kyle
2: Crawford. Pardon. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, Kyle Crawford.
0: In quite a while. Then, let's go to Texoma Land.
2: Oh, this game rules. In
0: Gunner. A top ten matchup of unbeaten's as the Gunner Tigers welcome in the Bell's Panthers. Thank you. Yes, Bell's Panthers, and I kind of view this one in the same way that I view the North Shore Summer Creek game, mm-hmm. which is I know who the favorite is. Yes. The question is how much like it, like is there a gap and is that gap closable for bells? Mm-hmm. Right. Bells has been a a, a really, it's a, the, for, for Bells, their formula is pretty clear. They want to use that slot T offense yep. and keep the ball away from Gunner. Keep the ball away from the team. They ran for 400 yards, nearly 400 yards last week against Kalisburg. Their offense has been great. Now they take on a Gunner team that has looked every bit the part of the state champion. Mm-hmm. Walker Overman has really grown in the role. And their defense is playing really well. Gunner's the favorite. Mm -hmm. It would be an upset if Bells won this game. That is not... It is not outside the realm of possibility for Bells to pull the the stunner. But it would be a stunner in Mm -hmm. my mind.
2: Well... And I think you hit the nail on the head. The same characteristic that this has with the North Shore Summer Creek game is the fact that Gunner is so used to coming out and absolutely burying people. Mm -hmm. And that's what... We talked about it with Davis Baker um, from K10 News out Mm -hmm. there last week on WTF, and he basically said the same thing. It's like you're going to be able to tell a lot at the end of the first quarter, maybe Mm -hmm. even halfway through the second in this one.
0: Yes, I think you're exactly right. So... Keep an eye on that one. Gunner and Bell's going down tomorrow night in Gunner. Then let's go down to Leander. Uh, As Leander Rouse welcomes in uh, number 10 and unbeaten Belton in a District 11-5A Division Two matchup. uh,
2: Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, And I am really intrigued by this game because like Belton stay ranked and, and undefeated and looking good. But I think this is a huge, huge, huge test for them going up against this Rouse team, uh, 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 whose team, they've got the one loss on the year. They lost their opener to Lake Belton, Mm -hmm. 34-10. But since then, they have been nails, and they're growing up in a big way. I think this quarterback, uh, London Morgan, has been very good. they got a strong running game in Justin Cannon, and they've got a couple of weapons on the outside, like Noah Fabila and uh, and, and Keller Rogers on the outside. Their defense has been better of late, and that's going to be important for them, taking on a Belton team that, as we mentioned, unbeaten, state-ranked, no-notes. But are they tested? That's a real question for them. Are they tested? And they're going to need to find something going, especially, I think, where they are really dangerous is when they let their, their quarterback, Reese Rumfield, who's been such a great dual threat, when they really let him cook and they give him time. A lot of this comes down to Leander Rouse front getting pressure on Rumfield and let, making him do what he doesn't want to do, whether it's throw or pass. Make sure he Make sure he's uncomfortable. Fascinating game. Really interested in this game. Really, really mm-hmm. interested. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on it on Texan Live. Then, let's go to Tomball. Tomball uh, ISD Stadium. As the number 19 ranked Tomball Memorial Wildcats. Welcoming the Klein Collins Tigers.
2: Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. And
0: we're going to talk a lot about this with Sam Parker. Coming up here in just a moment. So I don't want to, to, to really go too far into this. But I will say this. That for Tomball Memorial... Here's your big test. Mm-hmm. They're 5-0. They've looked great. This 6-0 and would be even more meaningful. Yes. This is a Because that would put them in the catbird seat to win the district championship. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge, huge game here in District 14-6A. 15-6A, uh, rather. And I am really intrigued to see exactly how this works. Because remember, Clint Collins does have a loss, but the loss is to Summer Creek, who I think we've established is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on this one on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. We'll talk with Sam Parker of Tomball Memorial coming up here in a moment. Then... Let's go down to Yoakum, and one of the most dangerous districts in Texas kicks off 12-3A Division I as the number 4-ranked Hitchcock Bulldogs take on the Yoakum Bulldogs in a really intriguing matchup. Hitchcock has a—like, we've talked about them— their skill talent there at the 3A Division One level is shocking. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Jones, third, their quarterback, Kelshawn Johnson, Damian McDaniel, they're loaded. They're loaded, 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 and they've looked loaded. Here is a Yokum team that is going to test them in a different way. They're going to test them physically mm-hmm. because it's the Yokum team that grinds you out. Their quarterback Zach Taylor, uh, an Army commit, I think he's really been. I think he's really been the like the catalyst for this Yokum kind of revolution. At four and two, they're coming off a uh, they, they're coming off a tough loss at Waco La Vega. Can they bounce back in a game that matters against Hitchcock? Can Yokum control the big playability of Hitchcock? Can Hitchcock match up up front? That's the real question in this one. Big time game. One of a couple of big games in that district mm-hmm. too, because uh, Columbus plays Hallsville, and that's another big game. So keep an eye on that one this was a little bit off the board but i'm really intrigued by it let's go to bremont as the number four ranked chilton pirates undefeated on the year at five and zero, take on the bremont tigers and i think that people may be looking at this day well what's the deal like bremont bremont's three and two mm-hmm. yes but their losses are to kerns and to holland holland's undefeated and Kearns, I think that's a tough loss. That's a bad loss, but I think they've grown from that. And I think last week taking on Windthorst and really taking over the woodshed showed me that Jeff Kozowski's squad, I think, is is change is is growing up. One of the things we had one of the questions we had about Bremont coming into the season is that they lost Braylon Wortham. He transferred to. Ryan or College Station or Anadarko somewhere in the somewhere in the Brazos Valley yeah. to a bigger school there they lose Braylon Wortham and so it's always going to be a work in progress but they have found an answer in the form of their dual threat quarterback Coben Zan and their sophomore running back Terrence Scott. They have figured things out offensively, and I think that defense has started to round into form as well. Taking on a Chilton ball club that we mentioned, 5-0, looking good, and their defense has been lights freaking out. Their defense has given up just 35 points all season. Seven points a game in their five first five games. Now, they're coming off of a nice win over Deweyville, but I think that's really their one meaningful like one meaningful data point Mm -hmm. in my opinion because the rest of their games i think that they were the better team going on the road to bremond a district 13 to a division two opener i am really interested in this one how much has bremond grown how much have they have they grown over the course of the season are they ready for prime time they get an opportunity with a top five team coming to town keeping on that one Then let's go to Jeff Trailer Stadium in Gilmer, a top 10 matchup in 4A Division 2 as the Pleasant Grove Hawks take on the Gilmer Buckeyes in another district opener. Uh, And I do appreciate the district scheduling committee uh, where they're just like, 7-4A Division 2, why don't we just get the banger out of the way? It's large bills only in 7-4A Division 2. So Pleasant Grove, I think their offense has started to come alive behind Akari Johnson, um, and their defense has been really, really good the past couple of all year, which is not unexpected. Taking on Gilmer. Gilmer is a fascinating ball club. Mm-hmm. They are in, a genuinely intriguing ball club because their offense, unbelievable. Yep, Will Henderson, Caden uh, Tennyson, their, their offense has been great. Their defense is also giving up 50 points a game. So, like, shore that up. Coming off of an open date, can't. how much have they grown defensively taking on Pleasant Grove? Uh, being at home certainly helps for the Buckeyes, but I'm intrigued by this one, Gilmer and Pleasant Grove. Now, let's go to the Panhandle. Up in the Panhandle in Canadian America. As a game that I do think has lost a little bit of luster recently, mm-hmm. but I'm still intrigued by, the number two ranked Canadian Wildcats take on the Childers Bobcats in kind of kind of an old rivalry. Um, I guess, I don't know I don't know if anybody would be offended by me calling it a rivalry, but I would just say it's a rivalry. Canadian, the, the, what's intriguing about this one is I think for Canadian, this is like their second big test. Mm-hmm. Their first big test was when they played Bushland in week two, and they beat them by 20. That was their first big test. By the way, so Bushland's only lost of the year. It's a 3A Bushland team. Uh, well, of course, I'm sorry. Chil- uh, the Canadian's a 3A team. It's well, Childress is... And it is, in my opinion, the second best team in this district, District three, three, a division two and they have two losses on the year back-to-back to Bushland and to Holiday. Two pretty decent, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say, games that you qualify as decent losses. Mm -hmm. But they figure things out on the defensive side, I think, for the most part. They'll get a big test going up against Cameron Cavalier and this Canadian offense. Intrigued by this one, Canadian's your favorite. Just keep an eye on this one. Don't put this on your main screen. Put this kind of like on the side and just keep an eye on it because Childers has had a history of giving Canadian a lot of trouble. Keep an eye on that one. Finally... Let's go to... There's a couple of six-man bangers this week. Yeah, this one's fun, though. This one... One is Abbott and Aquila. That's going down Friday night in Abbott. The other one is going down in Cherokee, America. A state-ranked matchup of undefeated in a state-ranked rivalry game between the Cherokee Indians and the Richland Springs Coyotes. Cherokee is one of the best uh, teams that we're not talking about. Uh, part of it is... They've been remarkably dominant all throughout the course of their year. Uh, they are, uh, I believe they've 45-ed everyone? Let me do some quick math. Yeah, they 45-ed Menard. So they, they 45-ed everyone. Um, their defense has given up just uh, 12 points a game. But are they tested? That's the real question. We don't really know too much about them. Their best win is probably that game over Menard, which they won by 45, but you know, what do you really take from it Mm -hmm. going up against Richland Springs, who I would say even more. So we don't know a ton about now. They have the best win their win over Coolidge uh, back in week five, I think is probably the best win overall, but it was a four point game. It was back and forth. I have questions about what happens when their defense kind of gets pushed. Mm -hmm. This game is fasting. There's a lot of emotions in this game because it's a big old-school six-man rivalry. Keep an eye on this one, Wilson Springs and Cherokee. The 1A Division II rankings will certainly get a shakeup here in this District 16-1A Division II opener. So... There you have it. And by the way, Richland Springs next week, Rochelle, uh, who is also undefeated. So keep an eye on that district because we're going to have a lot of fun there. But there it is, is, rather, my top ten Texas high school football games of the week. You can watch dozens and dozens of Texas high school football games each week on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. And make sure you tune in 7.30 p.m. Friday night on TexanLive.com and on YouTube for free. For free. For Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. The biggest games, the biggest moments, live, free, everywhere. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a bit, we're going to talk with Tomball Memorial head coach Sam Parker about their big game this week against Klein Collins. But first, a word from these goods and services. <laughs>
2: Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas football, and on the airwaves of Texas football today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs Reach out to us today at info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. <laughs>
1: I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here.
0: Pickle, let's go to the hotline. Week 7 of the Texas high school football season is upon us, and there's a scant few number of teams that remain unbeaten. One of them, though, is the state-ranked Tomball Memorial Wildcats. We're pleased to be joined by their head coach, Sam Parker. Coach, how are you?
3: I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for joining us. Uh, I am I'm curious to know, you guys are sitting at 5-0 and on the year um, and, and 2-0 and most importantly in District 15-6A play. Before the season, um, did you have a feeling that you guys might be sitting here at this moment feeling this good?
3: You know, we the the, this group of seniors, uh, you know, in 2020, we were 11 and one Mm -hmm. uh, in district champs and and, and made a good run. (laughs) And the year after that, we 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 started 25 sophomores on that 21 team and all 25 of those kids are back. And so this kind this group has been coming uh, for a while. And so we've kind of known what we've had. So we kind of anticipated what we we're looking at this year and and this is just a really special group so we to say that we didn't would be a lie we absolutely thought we'd be right where we are well and
0: furthermore uh, when i take a look at your team and there's, there's a lot to like on both sides of the ball <clears throat> but especially on the defensive side the strides have been uh, shocking i mean you guys the last couple of years uh, were or the last two years you guys gave up about 36 points a game this year through five games it's 11. uh what has been the difference on the defensive side for you guys
3: uh, I think it's just the fact, you know, just like I said, the those the most of those sophomores we played in 21 were defensive kids, uh, and they played they just played a ton of football together. Uh, the other thing about this group that's really amazing is they are just so unselfish. You know, they, they don't care who makes the play, they don't care how it gets made, uh, and more than any group that I've been a part of, they just they just want to win. And uh, we went through some a lot of a lot of stuff in the offseason that has that has helped that relationship. But they're a special group on defense, and they fly around, and they are they're fun to be around. They're really fun to be around. I'm
0: talking with Sam Parker, head coach of the Tom Ball Memorial Wildcats, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation on hashtag TF Today. Coach, I know one guy that you guys on that defense in in particular that you guys have been been crazy about uh, is uh, is Jalen Ellis, uh, the big defensive lineman. I know he came into the year uh, really. Uh, you guys were expecting him to to take a, a big Big leadership role on this defense. Uh, what have you seen from, from your, your star defensive lineman that uh, this year that has you excited?
3: You know, I think that he, he does a great job with his hands. He runs the ball. His motor um, is outstanding. I, I think that um, he's kind of the epitome of what the rest of the defense is. You know, just unselfish, you know, in a, in a front that we have, um, they just <clears> – <throat> find ways to make plays. Um, and what makes him so special is is he is not just a, a verbal leader, but he, he is very, very in tune with what the needs of, of the rest of those guys are and whatever it means for us to be successful is willing to take on blocks, willing to eat blocks so that those other guys can can, can make the play.
0: Uh, on the offensive side um, this is a you know it's, it's funny that I think people look at the uh, they, they see like a new program right and they think there's probably some newfangled new offense that you guys are, are running you guys are just you guys are just lining up and mashing people this year uh, offensive line has been great and then of course the running back uh, uh, Trevion Green has been off to a fantastic start um, uh, running the ball I know that has that obviously been a, a key, key part of uh, what you guys want to do and I imagine you have to be pretty pleased with how that's gone so far this year
3: yeah, no, hundred percent, and and we take pride in the fact that offensively, uh, we're a take what you give us offense. Um, and for the last couple of years, we've we've had to throw the ball around mm-hmm. and done pretty well with it. But, but uh, this year, with the with the offensive line and the group uh, that we've had and a junior quarterback, um, you know, we we've relied on 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 Travion and that offensive line in a, in a big way, and they've done a great job, you know. And um, that offensive line is still pretty young, you know. There's there's four juniors in a four three juniors a sophomore and a and a senior so we're still young there and both both Travion and Isaiah Nelson that we got back last week um have done just an outstanding job uh,
0: the other guy you you mentioned is uh is your quarterback Aiden Martin the, the, the junior has stepped in and, and and I mean quite frankly had really big shoes to fill because because Reed O'Dell was so good for you guys last year you know a 3,800 yard passer uh but what what have you seen from your quarterback so far this year that that has you excited
3: you know, I, I think the quarterback is by far the toughest position to play, and by far the toughest position to coach. I think, I think the hardest thing is, you know, somebody much wiser and older told me that if he does exactly what you tell him, he's going to be wrong, and if he if he does exactly what you don't tell him to do, then he'll be wrong. So he's got to have a little bit of moxie. He's got to have a little bit of of, of whatever makes him special. Uh, and and what's made Aiden really really good is just he continues to. Go play his game. You know, his eye discipline has improved week to week. Um, his, his ability to trust our offensive line and just take what they give us has improved each week. And so just trusting the offense, trusting those big guys in front, uh, and then just letting the plays happen in front of him. And we also have had some out, outstanding, you know, in the kind Cane the game, Lance Martinez and Ashton Ainsley and those guys had some huge, huge catches uh, that really, really separated us early in the game. And so with that run game and with that passing game, it really, um, you know, it really helps that we're kind of like uh, piecing it together at the right time.
0: Uh, and then tomorrow night, coach, uh, seven o'clock there at Tomball ISD Stadium, you guys are going to take on a, a good Klein-Collins team, a team that, uh, that that is at one point was state ranked themselves. Um, certainly not asking you to tell us everything you've got planned for tomorrow, <laughs> but uh, when you take a look at what you're going to be up against tomorrow with the Tigers, what do you see?
3: Uh, You know, I think that coach Mitchell does an absolutely awesome job and he always has. And before him, coach Sabota, you know, that that's been a program that's been established for a long time. Um, And they, they do an absolutely awesome job and they, they are big up front on both sides. You know their nose is is absolutely amazing. Their defensive scheme they do a good job. Offensively, they do a great job of of just taking what they give them, and they got some great kids uh, doing it. You know the Parks kid is is uh, going to Western Kentucky, obviously, and um, so we're we're excited about the matchup. We're excited about the opportunity, uh, and more than anything, we're we're kind of you know excited to see where we sit. Uh, you know to to be part of the conversation. Um, as the best, you're going to have to play the best and you have to be the best. So, uh, you know, we got to win the moment um, and just take one play at a time.
0: He's Sam Parker. He's the head coach of the unbeaten state ranked Tomball Memorial Wildcats. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the Please. great start and uh, best of luck tomorrow night.
3: Thank you so much. It was an honor. Absolutely.
0: There he goes. Sam Parker, head coach of the Tomball Memorial Wildcats. Big game. And it's a two step for them because it gets real for them in a hurry. Like, they beat Klein Kane and that really, like, I'm sorry, they hung they beat Klein Kane by forty six mm-hmm. and that really woke everybody up. And now they beat Klein Forest last week. They're they're better than Klein Forrest. Yeah, uh, that's not really a hot take, I don't think. These next two weeks. Collins and then Tomball. Mm-hmm. There's like this is the the the, the district two step here. And if you win both those games, you can be, you can be start talking about a district championship, so, yep. and that would be, that'll go a long, long way for this program. So keep an eye on that.
2: Not to give away any luster to, uh, WTF, but, bam, bang. How about that?
0: How about Dave Campbell's Texas Football tonight? You can w- watch live look-ins of this game, Tomball Memorial and Klein Collins, on Dave Campbell's Texas Football tonight. Tomorrow night, seven thirty PM, you guys go on the air. Yep. And uh, you're gonna have a whip around coverage, so you will not miss a touchdown on this game. Klein mm-hmm. Collins and Tom Ball Memorial live for free, TexanLive.com and on YouTube. So make sure you check that out. We appreciate Sam Parker's time. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment. My predictions for week seven of the Texas high school football season. But first, let's hear from our partners. Talkies is the presenting sponsor of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award, spotlighting influential kids looking to pursue a career focused on the social, environmental, and economic well-being of our future. Be sure to check out this week's Spotlight Game of the Week, where we'll be spotlighting two Sustainability Champions Award winners. Thank you to Talkies for your support of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with the North Texas Honda Dealers to honor community helpers from across North Texas. Texas is fortunate to have so many great individuals that give back to their community in so many different ways. Thanks to the support of the helpful North Texas Honda Dealers, we have an opportunity to shine a light on a few very deserving individuals. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Helpful Honda Community Helper Award, and thank you for being helpful in your community. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. October is here, and that means the Texas high school football action is getting more crucial. These are The Picks. Welcome into The Picks, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and welcome to week seven of the Texas high school football season. And I'll be honest, if you slept through the first half of the regular season, I mean, we missed you. But you're good, as long as you lock in right now, because now we enter the real meat of the Texas high school football season, because district play is underway basically everywhere across the state. So the games this week are not just fun and interesting to talk about and give us plenty to do on TexasFootball.com. They matter, and they're going to help determine what the playoffs look like here in a couple of weeks. Remember, there's just five weeks left in the regular season. These five weeks will determine the rest of the shape of the Texas high school football landscape. We will determine the road to AT&T Stadium over the next five weeks. That means there's massive games everywhere you look. We start in Tomball. 7 o'clock Friday night at Tomball ISD Stadium. It is a District 15 6A clash as the Tomball Memorial Wildcats welcome in the Klein Collins Tigers. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one the Tucker Parks Show. I think the Klein-Collins quarterback Tucker Parks rules. This guy is a lot of fun to watch. If you have not seen the Western Kentucky commit, you're really missing out because he can do a little bit of everything. He's a great dual threat, but when he hangs in the pocket, he's really dangerous. When his offensive line, which has been very good this year, gives him time, he will pick you apart. He is a dynamo back there. I'm really impressed with how much he's grown. He's, just a, he's a three-year starter in this offense, and he looks like it. This offense is really starting to hum, thanks in large part to Tucker Parks. This is a big game, a lot of district implications in this one, and they're going to need a big game from QB1. Can Tucker Parks step up in a big spot? Key number two, the secretly old school Wildcats. So let's talk about Tom Ball Memorial, a program that's been around for about 10 years now, and you would think, oh, they're probably running some newfangled system, right? Not really, this team is about as old school as it gets because they are running game and they are defense and they do it really well. Yes, quarterback Aiden Martin has been very good, but they hang their hat on running the ball thanks to Trevion Green. Even when you go back a couple weeks ago when they hung 79 on Klein Kane, they ran the ball for 250 yards. They averaged nearly seven yards per carry in that game. And oh, by the way, the defense has been excellent, led by Jalen Ellis, allowing just 11 points per game. You would think that for a new program, they would have a new look, but make no mistake, this is an old-school Wildcats team. Can that old-school mentality win out on Friday night? And key number three, Memorial's big moment. Tomball Memorial, state-ranked, undefeated, looking good. Also, maybe, 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 not necessarily tested. Their opponents are 8-17 and 17 on the year. They have not exactly run a murderer's row to get to this point. Now, they don't need to apologize to anybody. You are what your record says you are, and they are undefeated in state-ranked. But the next two games, this week against Klein-Collins, next week against rival Tom Ball, they will really tell the tale. Compare that to Collins, right? Collins has a win over a good Magnolia team, and even their loss to state-ranked Umble Summer Creek is probably the best result out of these two teams. So, this is a real big test here for Tom Ball Memorial. This will be their toughest game of the year, I think, pretty comfortably. So, is Memorial ready for their big moment? Who am I picking? I'm going with Tom Ball Memorial. I like the Wildcats. I'm a believer. I think that running back Travion Green is a real game-breaker there, and their quarterback, Aiden Martin, has been very good. Plus, their defense has been strong all year long, even against weaker opposition. Now... I think a key name to know in this one is Antoine Milan, the defensive lineman for Klein Collins. He needs to have a big game to slow down this rushing attack and make this Tombaugh Memorial offense one-dimensional. I think this game's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be actually a pretty low-scoring slugfest, but I think Tombaugh Memorial proves their worth. I think the Wildcats come away with a win. Let's go to DFW, 7 o'clock Friday night at Citibank Field in Forney. It is a state-ranked 5A Division I clash for arguably the District 7 5A Division I championship as the Longview Lobos visit the unbeaten Forney Jackrabbits. And, yeah, Forney. How about that, the Jackrabbits, 7-4 in each of Coach Jeff Fleener's first two seasons have exploded out of the gates at 5-0. And, oh, and we knew Fleener was an offensive guru, and he looks at it right now because this offense is humming 58 points a game behind quarterback Kyle Crawford and running back Javion Osborne. This team is humming along. Defense, pretty good so far as well, but make no mistake, this week is their big test. This is the final exam as they take on a Longview Lobos team that does feel like they're really rounding into form. Running back uh, Taylor Tatum needs no introduction at this point. I think the growth of quarterback Andrew Tutt has been a real revelation for the Lobos, and they have maybe the best pair of secondaries in the state with guys like Willie Nelson back there. This is going to be the real test for Forney. Are they for real? They get Longview coming to their barn. I think it's going be fun, but it's a big test for this Forney defense. I think Lobos come away with a very narrow win. Let's go east. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Jeff Trailer Stadium in Gilmer. It's a state-ranked matchup in 4A Division II as the Pleasant Grove Hawks visit the Gilmer Buckeyes. 7-4A Division II matchup here, and the district title may be on the line. Pleasant Grove's offense has really started to wake up of late. Quarterback Ak- Akari Johnson, the Arkansas commit has been very strong of late. Looks really comfortable in this offense. And the defense uh, with their coach, Josh Gibson, it it kind of speaks for itself. You know what you're getting with this Hawks defense. Taking on a Gilmer team that, whoa, this offense, 52 points a game. And they are humming. Running back Will Henderson has been great. Quarterback Caden Tennyson has been excellent as well. But uh, the defense? Gilmer's given up 50 points a game. That is not going to fly and especially not going to fly against a good Pleasant Grove team. I think the Hawks get a win. And let's go to the Panhandle, 7 o'clock Friday night at Happy State Bank Stadium in Canyon. It is a District 2-4A Division 2 matchup between the Seminole Indians and the Canyon West Plains Wolves. I think the district title is on the line in this one, in this district opener, so this should be a lot of fun. You know, West Plains, still a young program, has really impressed me, and I love this young offensive core. They've got running back Jordy Hernandez, already over 1,000 yards. Sophomore quarterback Reed Macon is really impressive. At the QB1 spot. This team is really starting to hum. They have actually played three teams in the last four weeks that came into the game unbeaten, including beating uh, unbeaten state-ranked Hereford last week. Well, here comes another unbeaten team in Seminole, whose offense has been very, very strong, led by their quarterback, Wyatt Holmstrom. This team is really starting to hum. The question on this this game is going to be which team plays defense. And that, I think, is gonna have me leaning towards West Plains. Not only are they at home, but I also think that they're a little bit more battle-tested. I think this game's really close, but I think the Wolves get the win. But those are far from the only big games in week seven of the Texas high school football season. Week seven, my goodness. Let's get to the lightning round. Down in the Valley, I like Weslico over Harlingen. I was so impressed with Universal City Randolph last week in their win over Blanco. I think they keep it rolling with a win over Lano. And in DFW, a matchup of unbeatens, I like Southlake Carroll over Keller. I like Toller over Coleman. I got roasted by Thrall fans last week because I picked against them. Not this week, I think they beat Holland. And down in San Antonio, I like Alamo Heights over Jefferson. I like Stratford over Farwell. Give me Santa Maria over Freer. And talk to your children about unbeaten Overton, I think they get a win over Cushing. I like San Antonio Piper over Kerrville Tyvee. Give me San Antonio McCollum over San Antonio Burbank. And we're finally starting district play in the Little Southwest Conference. I like Midland Legacy over Wolfworth Friendship. I like Reagan County over Forsan. Give me Port Arthur Memorial over La Porte. And in a game that may be too close to call, I like Leander Rouse over Belton. Malakoff keeps rolling with a win over Teague. Give me Magnolia West over rival Magnolia. And Kilgore gets by Lindale. I like Johnson City over Harper. Over. Give me Hitchcock to stay hot with a win over Yokum, And Hampshire Finette takes down West Orange Stark. Battle of Unbeatens in Texoma, I like Gunner over Bells. Graham stays unbeaten with a win over Wichita Falls Hershey. And another Battle of Unbeatens, a state-ranked matchup in 21-6A. I like Galena Park North Shore over Humble Summer Creek. I like Garrison over Shelbyville. El Campo beats Bay City in one of the state's oldest rivalries. And give me Fort Bend Marshall over Texas City. I like Clyde to stay perfect with a win over Vernon. I like Corpus Christi Toloso Midway to stay perfect with a win over Dallas, and give me El Paso Eastwood over El Paso Americas. Canadian beats Childress. Give me Bushland over Muleshoe, and El Paso Del Valle beats El Paso Parkland. I like Bridgeland over Cy Falls. Give me Bremond with a little bit of an upset over Chilton, and I like Duncanville to keep rolling with a win over Waxahachie. Argyle hands Lake Dallas its first loss of the year. Give me Columbus to stay perfect with a win over Hallettsville. and Burleson Centennial stays perfect with a win over Denton Ryan. Give me Bernie over Uvalde. I like Albany over Miles, and in our six-minute. And game of the week. It's a good one. It's a rivalry matchup. I like Cherokee over Richland Springs. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week seven of the Texas high school football season. We'll see you there it is the picks my high school football predictions for week seven of the texas high school football season and per use october yeah is- i got at least one of those right and when i don't roast me by all means just let me have it correct when i don't get one of those right but i bet i do anyway there are the picks you can find that on youtube or on texasfootball.com if you want to go back and relive that magic let's go over to ashley pickle from america's second favorite segment final thoughts
2: uh coming up at two o'clock today we are doing WTF. Me and Mallory Hartley will reveal all of our spotlight games. We teased one of them, yeah. Klein Collins and Tomball Memorial, mm-hmm. but we have a handful of others that you will want to check in on for Texas football tonight. And then we will talk some two-one-zero football. So nice, very That's San
0: Antonio, I should say.
2: If you don't know that, shame well, on I don't know. You. I mean, shame every on
0: every podcast is somebody's first.
2: Shame okay? on. You. Yeah, any other zip code I would have been fine with, but not the two-one-zero. Everyone should know it's the two-one-zero.
0: Do you think people should know that like what 713 is? No. Do you think people should know what 956 is? Nope. Wow, you're wrong. That's valid disrespect and you're somebody who prides yourself on being from Miss 956. This
2: is true. I mean, I think people should know that one, what, but
0: 903.
2: Everyone should know.
0: What about 254? No. five one two
2: i know what all of these are by the way i could go in order 806 (laughs) yes that's lubbock 915 that's el paso 325 that's the that's my home it's like yeah (laughs) i wonder where
0: that's based 325 san angelo is it san Mm angelo The san angelo one i know because it's always like odessa coaches and like yeah kind of hill country coaches who have it um
2: yeah. Five one two was Austin. Two five four was Waco. Yeah. Nine or er, nine oh three was East Texas, mm-hmm. Carthage area. Yep. Good job. Yeah, I'm sick in the head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> four oh uh four oh nine.
2: Four oh nine? Oh you might have got me there. Is that Beaumont? It's Beaumont. Good job. Never mind. Well done. <laughs> You're sick like me. I have a disease. <laughs> <laughs> what do, you do
0: for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at dctf. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash dave campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com/slash dave campbells. And of course, TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Sam Parker of Tomball Memorial for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young. Please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.